Hey, good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this February 1st version of AM Live on EOA, your connection to Eastern Oregon, and we're on the EOA network. And this morning, our guest is going to be Josie Bornstead from Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and she'll be with us here in just a little bit. So, How are you? Well, it's first Friday. It's the first Friday. It feels yeah. like. I don't know what it feels like. We're already we're, done with January. Yeah. We were just talking about it being almost 2024, and now we're done with January. Yeah. One twelfth of the year, gone. Well, yeah, it is. And I I was in El Salvador. I we left the hotel at like 3 a.m. La Grand time yesterday morning and traveled 19 hours, so I'm still just dragging. Yeah. And this mm. day is like packed. I have like, what in the world was I? Well, thinking? besides for a major flood in the back room, everything was. Fine. <laughs> well, we had a couple parties. Well, you're out on the business credit card while you're gone. Oh, oh good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything went fine. Yeah, it was, it was good. The show on Tuesday was yeah. good. I I think that's only the second time I've ever hosted. No, that's the third time I've hosted it. Yeah. On I think I did it with Benny once, and then I had Amanda May as a guest one. Time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. easier when you have. Somebody else to yeah, but it, it's a lot lot easier if it's somebody you know. Yeah, it, having a new oh, person oh, yeah. was kind of intimidating. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't even. That was the first time I ever met her in my life. Was right there. Yeah. Well, and I still haven't. Yeah. We've talked on the phone. It was, it, it's it, it was easier with like Benny or Amanda because yeah. I, I, mean, I already knew them. But we got through it. It was good. It, it wasn't bad. No, good. No problems at all. It was it was fun. Yeah. I don't mind it. I can hold it down when you're. And gone. the weather's been pretty warm here, right? Yeah. I mean, not too bad. No, man, we got we got off the plane in in El Salvador, and it was eighty degrees, eighty percent humidity. Oh. Yeah, it was that. It, yeah, it was just, it was miserable at like first. Thankfully, times. it it cooled down pretty quickly. Uh, it cooled down. I mean, you know, it wasn't quite that hot. It was in the seventies and stuff. But not horrible then. Well, it was too. It was it was too warm to wear regular pants. You know. And oh, so, I would have been wearing shorts the whole time. Yeah. I mean, if you're in South America, you're in shorts. Well, here's what's funny is there's not the guys mostly only wear pants. I mean, on your, if you're on the beach. You're a gringo, though. They uh, know. Yeah, I know. You're, you're a could, tourist. Yeah, we could, <laughs> like, gringo should wear I had, shorts. I had the tourists look all over me. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they know <laughs> for sure. And there's no doubt. <laughs> no, but super interesting. In fact, next... Thursday, we're going to have a show about the trip that I went on, and we're going to have a couple of the guys. It was a, I call it a compassionate literacy rotary trip, because we went, I went because of the local rotary, and we'd, we uh, scholarship some kids to help them get through their high school education, kids in rural areas. And, and so next Thursday, we're going to have Joe Meyer from Valley Insurance. He's going to be, he'll be on the show. And then and then the two guys, both of them from the Chicago area, who started this thing 20 years ago. So it's oh. super interesting. Yeah. So we'll have a remote and an in studio. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll time. be kind of it'll be interesting to see how that all. It'll a little bit of a technical hurdle for us. Cool. But yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Good trip. Yeah. So, well, you want to do sports? Let's do it. All right. And Sports Report brought to you by Hobby Habit here in LeGrand, 411 First Street. Go check it out. they got a cool selection of everything that you need for whatever hobby it is you have. Hobby Habit, just for the fun of it. 
LHS Girls Wrestling is in Vail tonight. They'll duel Nyssa and then Vail back-to-back. And then this weekend, they're in Eragon for the Stokes Landing Girls Wrestling Invitational. The boys have senior night tomorrow night, the wrestling boys. They, that'll kick off at 5.15 up at the high school gym, and they plan on wrestling Nyssa and Ontario back-to-back. So get, it up, get up there and check it out and support these uh, seniors. They're gonna, they, they got a good chance at winning a state championship. EOU Men's Wrestling is in Sweet Home tomorrow night for that duel against Southern for the wagon wheel. It's the duel where I said we give up a home meet in order to, to kind of like promote EOU Wrestling. It'll be in Sweet Home. It's considered a home meet for us. And the wagon wheel's on the line. That'll kick off at 5.15 tomorrow night. This Saturday, the EOU Women's Wrestling team is in Des Moines at the... Grand View Open, which is another huge tournament for them, a big-time tournament for this women's wrestling team who's ranked in the top 25. EOU men's and women's basketball are on the road this weekend. They're in Walla Walla on Friday and then LC State on Saturday. The LHS boys basketball team lost to Nyssa on Tuesday, 64-60, to and then the girls also dropped a tough one to Nyssa, 42-40. Both of them go to Pendleton tomorrow night with action kicking off at 6 o'clock versus the Buckaroos. EOU Baseball hosts St. Martin's. This is added to the schedule just recently. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, down at Optimist, and then they turn around for a doubleheader against St. Martin's starting at 11 on Saturday, and that all right here in town, right at Optimist. So if the weather's nice and you want to go check out some baseball, go check out this EOU Baseball team. They won three out of four in their opening weekend. They have as many wins in the first weekend as they had all of last year. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. EOU Softball kicks off their season tomorrow against Shasta down in California. That'll be a scrimmage, but they're going to get that game in before they have games against Simpson. I sat down with head coach Nicole Christian to take a look at their upcoming season. Um, here's what she had to say. So you got all the players in a room. What are you, what are you telling them this year? What's our, what's our goal? I want top 10 out of 10. I want to be at the final site. Um, I want to, I mean, my goal was to always be where my team finished when I played at fourth, I would love a final three finish. Um, I want to CCC to where we don't, a, a title tournament. Um, we don't want to have to go on the road and go play at Southern or OIT right. anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. like our goal is to be like, okay, if May 1st, 2nd, when it's that CCC tournament, we want to host it in Legrand. We want to sleep in our beds. We want to be that team. And. Um, you know, and I think um, we're facing OIT right out the door. Right They're, off the hop. Right, right out the door. Um, here. Here, yeah. on our field. Number one. Hopefully. Hopefully on, on our field. Number one team in the nation. Um, you know, and OIT has been very known for starting off hot. They've got hope, which we're excited to kind of scout that game and see how they face um, Allie, which is, I would say, very comparable pitcher to Kaylee. They had the same numbers. Dominant. She's already thrown a no-hitter. That interview comes out at 5.30 today on EO Live Sports. So check it out. AM Sports Report brought to you by Hobby Habit. 411 First Street, just for the fun of it. Good stuff, man. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's take a look outside. And it it's pretty today. It was funny because I left my coat uh, in in the car in Portland and of course, made no sense to take it to 
to El Salvador, but boy, wow. I needed it when we got back. But yeah. but I was thankful that there wasn't snow on the ground. It wasn't terribly ugly. Easy drive home. Yeah, it wasn't even raining. I mean, it was raining a little bit in Portland. So, yeah, let's take a look at the weather here. So up to 50, 40. I mean, it looks like it's going to be kind of like that that same... Some snow on Saturday. Same thing for the rest of the week, yeah. Not too horrible. Uh-uh. So, and it's been pretty dry here, right? Last few days, last week or so. Yeah, and, and the baseball team is going to try to get these games in. I don't know with turf, they might. Yeah. Know. We'll see. Yep. And it, it just depends kind of on how much accumulation of wetness there is down there. Yeah. But, man, that baseball team, I can't believe they've already won as many games as they won all last year. That's awesome. Yeah, they were 3-39 and 39 last year. <laughs> right now they're 3-1. and one. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have their head coach on the sports show next week to preview his season and a couple of the players, and we'll talk about uh, what they have coming up. Oh, good. Baseball team. Yeah. Hopefully they've got things, they're getting things kind of turned around. I think around they kind of are. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is Kyle's second year. As the, yeah. I mean, he started last year like three games into the season. So That's he's right. just handed a team. Right. You know what I mean? At least now he's had some time to get some of his own yeah. recruits and kind of establish a presence. So yeah. we'll see how it goes this year. All right. Good. Good deal. All righty. Well, here in just a minute, we're going to have Josie Bornstead from Fellowship of Christian Athletes here with us right after this. back with Josie Bornstead from Fellowship of Christian Athletes here locally. Nice to meet you. How are you doing today? Doing really well. Nice to meet you guys too. Yeah. We're We've excited met to be before. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you just, just met BC. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. So tell us, you're from LaGrande? From LaGrande, born and raised. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And so, I mean, tell us kind of where you're, you're in college, right? Kind of tell us where you are right now in your college career and yeah, and then to. how you got involved in fellowship for fellowship for Christian athletes fellowship, fellowship of, of Christian of athletes, yeah. athletes. Yeah. thank yeah. you no fellowship worries. of Christian athletes. yeah <laughs> so born and la- born and raised in Lagrande um, stayed here for college was not planning on going to Eastern Oregon University but I'm really glad that I did and I'm studying marketing we'll be graduating this spring and then I'm currently working towards a functional nutrition counseling Um, certification too so I'm really excited about that cool Mm -hmm. and then with FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes going on nine years being involved with FCA and um, it was interesting my I believe it was either my seventh or eighth grade year in middle school Clell Carson um, was like hey you need to go to the high school and plug into the FCA group and so I did that I believe it was Billy Carroll was leading it at that point and so I went a few times and it was early in the morning and, uh, yeah, Clell even gave me some rides, you know. He's always always <laughs> wanting to um, support people and invest in students, so I really appreciated that. And I didn't go at all my freshman year in high school, 
Mm -hmm. um, but then they switched it to lunch and it was just more convenient to yeah. go. So we went um, and just had opportunities to lead there. And then after, after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to college. Didn't think that I would continue with FCA. Didn't know what that would look like, but I was encouraged by people like Clell and Matt Wolcott and others um, to start up an FCA at the college level. And so since Eastern didn't have one currently, I believe they had one in the past, maybe like seven to 10 years ago. Um, yeah, so I decided to get with some friends and we started it. And I believe the first meeting there was only four girls. And then now we have like anywhere from 35 to 60, it fluctuates, but it's been really neat seeing just different athletes and students come in and we just get to have an opportunity to encounter the Lord and grow and share just this hope for this generation. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. Um, and so when do you guys meet and how often again? I'm mm -hmm. sorry, you meet, yeah. And do you meet early in the morning? Do you meet <laughs> early? In the, yeah. Yeah. So we, we actually, for the college group, we meet at 7 p.m. Wednesdays uh -huh. and, um, yeah, dinner's provided and it's at, um, Grand Reach, we're, we're praying as a leadership team about moving it on campus. I think yeah. there's a lot more people that would be able to come, but yeah. currently we're meeting at the Grand Reach building in Island City. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, very cool. Yeah. So marketing, let's pivot back there for a minute. Mm -hmm. So then is Sherry Carpenter one of your, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and Sherry's a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. and Yeah, she's great. A bril brilliant at what she does. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 She makes marketing fun. It's, it's about serving the need and helping right. people, you know. Yeah. And, and I love that just because, like, my heart personally is to help people. I love, you know, sharing sharing services and stuff that work for people. So yeah. I'm excited to see where that goes. But, yeah, she's just been a really, really big voice of encouragement in the marketing area and just in life in general, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, and so, and then what was the other part of your career that you're, the mm -hmm. counseling? I mean, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you? I'm really excited. This kind of came about just a few weeks ago. The program started last week and it's a functional nutrition counseling mm -hmm. and so just uh, talking about like root cause and how to basically like there's a difference between regular nutrition and functional nutrition in that reg regular nutrition talks about like the macros and like how food interacts with the body which is important but functional nutrition <laughs> is more like root cause and how things interact like as a whole body like the whole body system and I'm just super passionate about that, you know, and there's an analogy about like a river and a stream and you don't want to just target things downriver. You want to get upstream because mm. if you just target things downriver, the water is going to keep coming. And ultimately, like I, I want people to have, you know, the best health. So I'm excited to become more educated in that area and help people. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's explain more about like what FCA is, like what, what what's the purpose of it? What, why do you meet? Yeah, so FCA, our heart is to bring every athlete and coach into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. And we do that just by, um, you know, connecting as a college group, connecting with people on all backgrounds. Everyone's welcome. You don't even have to be an athlete. You don't have to know anything about Jesus to come. But we, yeah, we love just getting in the word. We have amazing musicians. We sing worship songs to God and um yeah, I think it's really been really been interesting seeing different people come through and how people have grown in their faith. And there's some people that come with some heavy baggage and even just like people struggling with suicide or addiction or, 
you name it, you know, like we're there to walk with people and to just encourage, encourage, like I talked about this generation, because, you know, if we don't, if we don't be intentional, you know, with the people around us, I think that that can have an impact for better or worse, you know, for the world. And so, yeah, we just want to provide a space for people to come, feel, feel have a place to have belonging and purpose. Yeah. And, cool. and then do you feed people? We do, that's yeah. Always, I mean, that's always part yeah, of it. Yeah, food is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, food is good. Yeah, we have dinner, and that's been really sweet, too. We're just so appreciative of people in the community willing to provide meals. Yeah, it's been awesome. What about you sports-wise? What, what, what sports did you play in high school? Yeah, so I did soccer in high school and then one year of track. And then, and then they talked you into playing lacrosse last year at EOU. Yeah, I, I actually, it's a funny thing. I've always wanted to play lacrosse. I have cousins that played on the East Coast and then in California. And I was like, oh, I wish, you know, LeGrand had lacrosse at the high school level. I would have loved to have played. But yeah, I didn't, didn't realize that later on down the road, my freshman year, I believe, is when they started the program. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then another year went by and I saw just other, like another girl play that hadn't played before. And I was like, you know, next year I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And so I did it. Yeah, how yeah. was it? Like, what did you think of it? It was good. It was definitely a growing experience. I'm trying to be open-minded and be like, if I didn't grow up doing it, I can still learn and yeah. definitely a challenge, but I'm very grateful I did it. And you said earlier that you, you don't have to be an athlete to go to FCA. You continue, mm -hmm. even though you're not playing anymore. Absolutely, You're yeah. going to continue to be mm -hmm. a part of this FCA thing? Absolutely, yeah. Now, do you, do you know about the history of FCA at all? Like, can you give us, like, a background of where it comes from and kind of where how it started? Mm-hmm. So I believe it's, like, in the middle spot of the United States, there was a guy that just had it on his heart to use the platform of sports as a ministry um, and to do life with people in the sports realm. And so, yeah, just one man that got together with other people, and now it's international it blew up and yeah it's yeah. not just a high school thing it's middle school high school mm -hmm. all levels of college absolutely you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um for 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 fca what what was like your your journey through it what, what's been your biggest struggle just getting people there or um i would say like biggest struggle with yeah our... like like running like getting it started up i mean you've been there since oh, the beginning at yeah UAU. yeah so it was challenging starting it up because we just didn't have a lot of opportunity to be on campus my freshman year, just with everything being shut down and remote. And so just being intentional um, to like continue to meet and then things were opening up and uh, just like social media <clears throat> has been in like a big opportunity to yeah. reach people, which is awesome. And then, yeah, just sharing with people in classes like, hey, we have FCA this Wednesday if you wanna come out. Mm -hmm. So give me like an idea of what a typical Wednesday looks like. Yeah, so we meet at 7, and we eat dinner for the first 30 minutes, just want to connect with people and get to know them better. And, um, yeah, there's lots of laughs and fun times with that. And then after that, we basically just do some announcements, tell people um, any upcoming events that we have. And after that, we split up into some small groups and study a different book of the Bible. Right now we're in the book of James. And... After that, we normally, sometimes we play a game or sometimes we spend time in worship and people are welcome to stay as long as they want or if they need to head out, we respect that too. What kind of events do you have throughout the year? Mm -hmm. So a big event in the fall that we have annually is 
fields of faith. And so it's an opportunity for students to gather um, on campus and be united and just praying um, for God's vision for the school year and just, yeah, being intentional to be there for one another and let people know that there's an opportunity to grow in their faith. What do you think the biggest benefit of being a member of FCA is, mm-hmm. as a, especially as a college student? Yeah, I'd say as a college student, like we're as people, you know, like we're trying to find a space of purpose and we're trying to find a space of belonging and to have an opportunity to connect and grow, not only like physically, um, emotionally, but like spiritually too. I think all of those things in health are intertwined and um, yeah, so I think just having a space is really important for people that are interested in wanting to grow in their faith. Especially a space where there's not judgment at that Absolutely. age. Absolutely. Like, it, it, I remember myself at that age, and mm-hmm. you're, it's, it's almost like doing middle school over again. It's really yeah. awkward. <laughs> you don't know where you belong yet, especially mm-hmm. if you're a freshman. And, and even athletes, they, even if you're part of a team, you still That's have true, that yeah. weird, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a freshman. There's guys that are four years older than me on, or girls. And, and just finding a place where you can kind of be yourself is, is really hard at the college level. Mm-hmm. FCA sounds like a place where that can kind of happen, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So for sports-wise, for you, no, are you done completely? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Unless there's wish, a curveball coming, I don't know. <laughs> do you wish that you would have stayed with with uh, lacrosse or no? I do miss it for sure, but I there's just a lot of things that I wanted to pursue this year, and I want to be able to give like all of my energy into the areas that I want and not be cut short in some spaces. But I do I do miss it, yeah. What, what did you like about like a brand new sport? Like we don't get, we don't see it a lot here in Eastern Oregon, mm-hmm, obviously. Yeah. So what what was your favorite part about it? I love just connecting with the team. I'm definitely a person who really values the team aspect of things. Like competition and winning is fun too, but I really enjoyed the team aspect. And it was just awesome to see like where we were at the beginning of the season and how we grew even though like we didn't have a crazy successful, you know, like statistically with our stats and everything. Um, but to like see where we were and to have a coach um, and then, you know, to see where it is now, having more consistency is good. Yeah. So if if I was a college student and I'm on the, you know, on the edge of, you know, like maybe coming to an FCA meeting, what mm-hmm. would you tell me? Yeah. I would say a lot of people who come that, you know, the, that weren't sure if they wanted to come or not, but they came and checked it out. So many are, I hear very often, they're like, I'm coming back every Wednesday, you know, like this is, this is awesome. Just people are real there and we have fun. And I just encourage you, like the first step's the hardest and you can come check it out. There's no pressure or obligation, but um, yeah, we just, we just have a good time and everyone's welcome. How, how do you guys raise funds? Like, do you have a fund rate? Like how, how do you fund it? How's it funded? So since we're a club with Eastern Oregon university, there's a little bit of funding oh, okay. club money, but otherwise um, we haven't done a lot of fundraising. Yeah. Is there plans in the future? Um, we're working towards things, yeah. Like growth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nice, good, good. When I was, <clears throat> but when I was in Seattle, I was in Seattle in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. We moved here in '97, and that's when the University of Washington was doing super well. 
And that was kind of my first experience with FCA. They had, they, they had different events that we would go to, and there were a couple of the quarterbacks. One of them was playing for Wazoo, and he would come. He ended up going pro. You would, you would know his name. Ryan Leaf. What's that? Ryan Leaf. No. Well, I was going to say he's one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Yeah. No. And then, uh, and then also the, the QB for University of Wyoming at the time too, Mark something. Anyhow, they were at those events, and they would, <clears throat> they would kind of use it. I mean, they this the particular events that I were at was at they were high school events, and then high school kids would get an opportunity mm-hmm. to to kind of see these That's Christian neat, yeah. athletes and mix with them. And, mm-hmm. and they, they had uh, some guys that had been in the pros and had retired and so on and so forth. And it was a, it was a really cool mm-hmm. opportunity, a cool draw, mm-hmm. you know. So, that I mean, what are your visions of, and, and it, it's in high school, I mean, the availability is to have it in junior high clear through college. Is that correct? Um, or high school through college? Yeah. yeah, we when I was in middle school, we didn't have one, but right now there is middle school through high school, and then okay. it's growing in Union County. There's some other high schools that yeah. are getting FCAs. Yeah. Yeah, and we, I mean, we do a lot with Youth for Christ, mm-hmm. and but those different organizations, it doesn't matter whom they are, who they are, mm-hmm. they they just have a different audience, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, we're we're close friends with Clell mm-hmm. and Matt Walcott and yeah. what what great people for you to have the mm-hmm. opportunity to mix with yeah yeah in Indeed. high school yeah mm-hmm. tell I mean maybe talk about how how some of those people have been pivotal in your life and kind of encouraging you along yeah I would say I grew up knowing about the Lord but um, it wasn't until middle school that it became more personal in my faith and there's been people yeah like Clell and Matt and numerous others that have just been encouraging me in my walk with the Lord. And it's neat just seeing over time, just like the growth and really like the surrender um, that I've given to the Lord. I believe that, yeah, especially like in college, there's just been a lot of things that I've voiced and verbalized that the Lord has just brought freedom Mm -hmm. from. And uh, the cool thing about it is like in my brokenness, those are the areas that I get to help other people in, mm-hmm. which doesn't, doesn't quite make sense sometimes. You know, you don't think that your weaknesses, you know, are the things that God's going to use. You think <laughs> like, oh, I need to have it all together. I need to be strong and all this. But God, like he glories in our weakness and yeah, he's absolutely. strong in our weakness. And so, um, yeah, I'm just really, really blessed by all the people that have poured into me. And I want to be that to others too. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now, both Matt and Clell, though, mm-hmm. coach, Boys sports. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how how did you oh, how did yeah, you yeah. happen to mix yeah. with them? Wolcott yeah. coaches girls too. Oh, does he? He's the track and field coach. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I I am good family friends with Clell, but I also helped with the high school wrestling team. I was one of their stat girls. Yeah. So yeah, I just got to spend a lot of time with Clell, and um, yeah, it was good. No, it's funny because Amanda May and Michaela. And Kelsey, all mm-hmm. uh, Michaela and Kelsey are my daughters, and mm-hmm. and they were stat girls. That was kind of how they originally connected with Claire. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's that's uh, he's been pivotal, and you know he was just awarded what was mm-hmm. that award? The national yeah, Co- national coach, coach of the year. Year. Yeah. yeah. NFHF. Yeah, which is yeah, that is yeah. that pretty, is awesome. Pretty big time. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You have any big 
I mean, you you are clearly sensitive and you're listening to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I just got this sense that maybe is there something bigger out there that he's calling you to? I mean, I'm sorry to put mm-hmm. you on the no, spot, okay. but yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, sometimes, you know, the, the, the things that you're talking about are things that come with some struggles mm-hmm. and, and, and it, and it takes a while of some people to get to get to that position, yeah. but it's in that place where they can really be used. That's true. Is there is there something that maybe God you feel God's calling you to that's beyond your education? Yeah, I I definitely have a heart for missions. Like I went to Africa this last summer and so I think there's opportunities like organizations like YWAM that I'm looking into. But I'm honestly open, like if the Lord wants me to go on staff with FCA in the future, I'm open to that. If he wants me to do missions, I'm just yeah, I'm just open to do whatever he would like. But I think I do have like a big um, heart and passion for like women, you know. I mm-hmm. think that's something that God, he's given me a voice um, for people who don't feel like they have a voice. And if I'm able to um, talk about things that I've struggled with in order for other people to find freedom, like I'm willing to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of these things, though, mm-hmm. that you're talking about, yeah. they involve being poor. I mean, just mm-hmm. frankly, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Are you somebody? Because I don't know. Some the people that I've met that yeah. really jump into missions somewhere along the line, they've decided that earthly possessions are they're less of a priority mm-hmm. for them. Is it, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think. Yeah, ultimately, like our treasures are in heaven, yeah. and as much as like there's desires in me that do want things of the earth and that's not necessarily bad, you know, right. Absolutely. Um, like I've just come to a place in my life where I just love the Lord so much. And, um, and it's like this life, it's short. Like we don't have, we're not promised tomorrow and that's kind of cliche, but honestly, like it is a very real reality and knowing like the truth of the gospel where we can have a, like a, consistent hope like a secure hope and salvation knowing that like there's life after tomorrow you know and um yeah just the idea of um yeah wanting to wanting to like be in full surrender to him and wanting to go wherever he takes me because the times where I've tried to you know plan out the things I want in my life and some of them are good desires and some of them it's like I'm so glad the Lord redirected me I, yeah, I just want to be in a place where, yeah, I'm surrendered to the Lord and want to go where he wants me to go. Um, yeah, but with that too, like earthly possessions and stuff, I think, I think things, you know, like we, we desire something that's tangible, you know, something that's real and putting our faith in the Lord like that, like if, you know, if that's all that I, that I have in this life, like that's, that's enough, you know, for me. I think a big thing too is like family. Like I love my family and I want to be close with them. But right. if that's something the Lord's calling me to surrender, it's like ultimately yeah. I want to go, you know, and do. Well, and that is that him. that absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. when you do international missions, yeah, that I mean, sacrifice. You, yeah, and, you yeah. are. And, yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It was funny. My my mom, you know, in. Bless her heart. Whenever I would complain, she'd say, well, at least you're not in Africa. You know, and it's like, mom, 
that's trite, doesn't really help me in that situation. Uh -huh. But her point was, is whatever, you know, whatever I was dealing with, mm -hmm. at least I wasn't dealing with something that's far worse, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, then that's kind of, I'm still kind of trying to get my head around that space right now because yeah. in Ecuador, or not uh, in in El Salvador, uh, there just is you know there's just poverty. Mm -hmm. I mean the the city itself where we were at, beautiful hotel and you know everything is beautiful, but just you know I mean 50 miles away mm -hmm. it's just poverty, poverty, mm -hmm. poverty. You know and yeah. it and was when you're in those spaces with those people. Yeah, like you can hear stories, but like when you're with them, yeah, you recognize like there's there's something something more there, you know, like there's a need right. and you want to help. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, anyhow, I'm not sure where I was going with that, except that mm -hmm. it's that those are, you know, those are kind of some of the realities that you, mm -hmm. you kind of adapt. Yeah. So this is a tougher question. Yeah. Okay. So I have, um, so I mean, in the, the Christian church right now and mm -hmm. the evangelical church is going through some changes and mm -hmm. shifts. I mean, it's complicated. Mm -hmm. Part of that is politics that's kind of being mm -hmm. injected into that. And so, you know, how have, how have you dealt with, because, and, and, then, and then you mix college, university mm -hmm. students, and they're exploring their mm -hmm. minds and they're yeah. kind of going in different directions. How, you know, how are you able, how is FCA, you know where I'm going mm -hmm. with this, how are you able yeah. to have people come in the door and find that mix together. I mean, how's that going? Talk to me about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I think, like, I truly believe that the Word of God is, is truth. And um, there's a lot of ideologies and, like, even just political ideas and stuff that come in conflict with the Word of God. But ultimately, like, our heart is for people to know God. It's not like, oh, you need to, you know, stop doing this or stop this or that, you know, it's like Jesus calls us to repentance. Like there is an opportunity, you know, to surrender and to turn away from things that keep us from God. Like that's what sin is. It keeps us from knowing God. And in order for us to be righteous is we have to put our faith in God. It's not like trying to change all these things in our life. And then, you know, we've reached righteousness. It's like we put our faith in Christ and we're made righteous through the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately it's like, yeah, there's a lot of things that can bring division and if people want to have conversations about it, like we're more than happy, you know, to, to share truth and love. But I think ultimately focusing on the gospel and focusing on like where, you know, like where is it that Jesus can encounter someone's heart? You know, I think that's more important than all the, all the challenges, you know, that come with all these different um, challenges, I guess we could call them. Good. Yeah. And and people are showing up, Absolutely, so clearly yeah. mm -hmm. they're, they're finding some purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're finding that is attractive to them, mm -hmm. you know, which, yeah. which, as you know, the traditional church has really struggled. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, I mean, it's really struggled to hang on to young kids, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, and there's just a, I mean, churches are largely ineffective with mm -hmm. college kids unless they have a super hot worship and yeah. you know and I mean it is mm -hmm. and they have I mean you should see the money that churches are spending on the type of gear that is in here I mean mm -hmm. they they make they make our equipment budget look minuscule you mm -hmm. know but they're doing that all to reach a younger kids and so for you guys to read to mm -hmm. meet in a 
fairly simple mm -hmm. church yeah. out in Island City mm -hmm. and so many people to show up means that you're you're striking a chord somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. well. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so mm -hmm. much yeah, for taking you. the time. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want us to, to know about before we quit? Um, I think, yeah, I think that's all. I yeah. Maybe, if, maybe to... give us some information. Yeah. Wednesdays at seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then how would they reach out to you if they wanted to? Yeah. So you can find us on uh, EOUFCA on Instagram or Legrand FCA and yeah, come check out FCA if you guys are interested. I, couldn't encourage people enough. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, good stuff. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. You being yeah. here with us this morning, and what a what a great program, and it's great to get to know you, Joseph. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. This yeah. is awesome. All righty. You want to get us out of here on on this day and get out of here? What is today? February first. On this day in 1790, the U.S. Supreme Court convened for the very first time ever in New York City. What year again? 1790. 90. Like about a couple years before you were born. <laughs> 1865 on this day, U.S. President Lincoln signed the 13th Amendment. What, did, what was the 13th Amendment, do you see? The, aboli the abolishing of slavery. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You got that trivia right. 1884 on this day, the first volume of the Oxford Dictionary is published. 1893 on this day, Thomas Edison completes the first movie studio in West Orange, New Jersey. Hmm. Yeah. 1958 on this day, the first U.S. satellite is launched, the Explorer 1. 58. 1958. Wow. 1996 on this day, and I don't even know what this is. I just thought it sounded interesting. The Communications Decency Act is passed by the U.S. Congress. I don't know what that what is. What year? 1996. So it must be something about, you know, the Internet or passing along information about people, I would imagine. Huh. 2019 on this day, the U.S. President Donald Trump confirmed the U.S. withdrawal from the Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces Treaty because of Russia's violation of the agreement. Hmm. So basically, that's Trump saying in 2019 that because Russia won't follow this agreement, we'll, we'll bomb, we'll, we'll Why should it. we? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Which, I, I, mean, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I, it, I get it, but... <laughs> 2023 on this day, at the age of 45, Tom Brady, regarded as the greatest NFL quarterback of all time, announces his re-retirement after a 23-year career and a record seven Super Bowl titles. That's crazy. Number one song in America on this day in 1994 from the Three Musketeers soundtrack, All for Love, with Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. <laughs> the quote of the day comes from Oprah. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Huh. One more time. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. That's it. That's all we got. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you again, Josie, for joining us from mm -hmm. FCA. Thank you. And yeah, yeah. It was great. Next Thursday, or excuse me, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, who do we got? Didn't you say? Oh, yeah. Next Tuesday, we have the, the executive... Director, director of the warming station. I believe her name is Mandy Mayhem. Okay. Maddie Mayhem. Um, yeah, and she's going to come on and answer questions. I have some questions about. Yeah. I mean, and, and I kind of hit some of those questions with her on the phone, and, and we'll get you guys those yeah. answers on Tuesday. Yeah, she'll give us an update on how they're doing and yeah. what they're doing. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, and then on Thursday, uh, we'll kind of have a little bit of a review of the rotary trip that I had in El Salvador. So. Yeah. 
Thank you very much mm -hmm. for being with us today, Josie. Thank you. Really appreciate it. We'll see you Thursday. Yeah. Thank you. Okay.